What we were trying to do is ask ourselves, how can we be super efficient with this process? How can we make sure that it's really easy to plug in all the key cross-functional stakeholders that we're going to need? We need the budget owners to be involved in this process. We need information security to be involved in this process and make sure we're really being protecting our access to our systems and signing up with high-quality vendors. And this is GRC and Me, where we interview industry thought leaders in governance, risk, and compliance on hot topics, industry-specific challenges, trends, and more to learn about your methods, solutions, and outlook in this space. Hello, this is Megan Fee with GRC and Me. On today's episode, we feature a couple of highlights from our first ever user conference. We called it Agility 2020. And for those unable to attend, we put together some clips from a few of our Logigate leadership presentations. I was fortunate to co-present on a few sessions, and I must say the content and the engagement from our users was incredible. We all do miss the opportunity to come together and shake hands and share some hugs in person as we're used to doing. But when it comes to virtual conferences, I would say this one was a home run. So I wanted to share with you a couple clips here, and we'll we'll kick it off with a clip from our CEO, Matt Kunkel, as he discusses the GRC market today and the challenges that you all face as practitioners. He talks about this concept of, you know, drinking from the fire hose in regards to the velocity and volume of threats to an organization. He also speaks to some CEO research that Logigate put together, as well as the importance of an ERM program and the emergence of the cloud. So now let's listen to Matt. Let's talk a little bit about the current state of the GRC market. I speak with many of you on a daily basis And really, all of the evidence and the facts that I read are pointing to the fact that the security and risk and compliance community, I believe, is at a crossroads. The number of risks and challenges that our organizations are facing on a daily basis is just increasing at a rapid, rapid pace. There's several reasons behind this. When I talk with folks, they say, we're just drinking from a fire hose right now with all of the new types of organizational threats and the volume and the velocity of these threats. And I'm hearing this every day when I talk with our colleagues and when I talk with our customers. And if we are to be proactive stewards of security, risk, and compliance management, we need to know about and think about what's around the corner, not just with what's in front of us. Now, on top of this, throw on a 100-year global pandemic, and what's happening is organizational digital transformation strategies, they're not years off anymore. They need to be executed on now, today. And all of a sudden, we're working in completely different ways. We're introducing new processes, new technologies, new programs need to be put in place in order for our organizations just to keep up with the way we used to do business, let alone thrive in this new environment. And all of this What is it doing? It's introducing risk into our business. However, I know that this is where we, as security, risk, and compliance professionals, will be able to shine. If we can understand these new requirements, these new processes, these new programs, and this new paradigm we find ourselves in, ultimately, this new paradigm, I believe, will help to serve to heighten the importance 
of security risk and compliance professionals within our industry. Here's a quick stat to illustrate that point. According to a 2020 research report entitled The State of ERM, A View from the Top, 88% of CEOs say that enterprise risk management is extremely important to their organization. However, less than half of them say that they they believe that they have an effective ERM program in place in their organization, which can help get ahead of the risks and the threats to their organization. Now, on top of this, this report was conducted prior to COVID. So I can only imagine that CEOs now believe that these programs are even more important out there. And the rationale around this and insights is pretty straightforward, right? CEOs are worried because many of our organizations are in a constant reactionary state to the increased volume and velocity of these new risks. Every other week, I feel like we're reading about a new data breach. And we all know about the big ones, right? The Equifaxes of the world, the Targets of the world, the Marriott's, the Adobe's. But frankly, this is just the tip of the iceberg. There's so many more out there. Second, the level of scrutiny around privacy regulations has increased dramatically in the recent years. And it's only going to continue to increase. We're seeing more and more states come out with privacy regulations Just a few months ago, U.S. Senator Gillibrand announced new legislation, the Data Protection Act, which would create a data protection agency who would be charged with protecting Americans' data, safeguarding their privacy, and really ensuring data practices are fair and transparent. Third, the emergence of the cloud has been a game changer for many industries and companies. But what this means is an increased level of protection standards, and certifications needed internally from an information security management perspective. Things like ISO, NIST, FedRAMP, SOC, these are becoming commonplace and frankly table stakes in organizations. I'm sure that resonates with many of us today. So now let's hear from Mark Tattersall, our VP of product, as he speaks to the importance of the user experience really as a pillar of the product development at Logigate and his efforts to foster a user community. Business users no longer accept subpar experiences. We spend too much time at work using software all day to bang our heads against legacy systems anymore. Uh, the UX bar that we hold ourselves to is not a, not about being better than legacy GRC platforms, but is instead to be good as good as or better than the consumer apps we use daily. Those consumer apps are our UX bellwethers, and it's where we hold the bar uh, with the purpose of, of managing and mitigating your business risk as seamless as possible. And I wanted to end with just another call out. Uh, you've heard about how we have a corporate advisory board. We have the user research program that Jono mentioned just earlier. But we, as the product team, love when we hear from our customers about the smallest or biggest things. Often the best ideas come from our customers, the people who are there using the platform every day. So I just wanted to make a call out for two of the best ways to kind of send us your ideas. Uh, We have the Risk Crowd Slack channel, which uh, has been in good use for this conference. You can send a message directly to me or to John or to Jonah or in the Agility channel. The whole product team is in there. 
and we will definitely read everything you write and uh, take note and reach out for further discussion. And then if you're a customer and you're in the platform, you'll see the blue bubble in the bottom right corner. And if you click that, you'll see a place where you can share feedback. So nothing is too small. No request is too big. We love reading it. We do read every single one. We read and discuss every single one, I should say. Um, so keep firing away. We'd love to hear from you. And lastly, let's now hear from Kevin Jacobson. Kevin is Logicate's chief financial officer, and what he'll speak about was what mattered to him from a financial ROI when considering using Logicate's risk cloud for internal processes. He'll talk about the journey that his team took internally before and after implementing the risk cloud. The concept of financials, what, well, what shows up on the financials, there's a huge uh, amount of spend allocate an increasingly large numbers allocated to our third-party vendor partners. And that's inextricably linked in, in a lot of different ways to the budgeting process and all sorts of other things. And so as we were going on our risk cloud journey, we, we felt that really investing in a strong vendor management system uh, was going to be a, a big part of the big part of the process for us. So I'll kind of I'll, I'll walk through the same thing here. What we're, again, what we're trying to, what we were trying to do is ask ourselves, how can we be super efficient with this process? How can we make sure that it's really easy to plug in all the key cross-functional stakeholders that we're going to need? We need uh, the budget owners to to be involved in this process. We need information security to be involved in this process. Make sure we're really being protecting our our uh, access to our systems and signing up with high-quality vendors. And we need legal to be in part of this process as we're thinking about the contractual obligations that we're signing up for. And so, as you can see on the left side here, we started at where you always start, which is many emails back and forth. Is this approved? Is, uh, is this approved spend? What is this vendor for? So on and so forth. Tracking those in emails, tracking those in Google Drive. Where's the central, you know, questions like where are the centralized contracts handled? How is how is information security keeping track of the obligations and so forth? And so uh, just a really challenging to, to stay on top of it and a lot of time spent to do it uh, in a sufficient manner. And so you fast forward now, if you want to advance it, Heath, we kick off a vendor contract the required uh, approvals for budget automatically get routed to finance and the budget owners. Legal and InfoSec are plugged in to do their respective reviews and subsequent uh, meetings or discussions are scheduled as needed. In terms of getting the contract signed, we can turn that around super quickly now once it's gone through the appropriate checks, which allows our business partners to, to get access to the vendors that they need. And then the contracts are all stored in terms of the obligations, the renewal dates. When we add add-on orders, we can add those right in. And so it's just night and day, and it's delivering on the same objective that I said earlier in terms of the finance team, but just on a more holistic scale, which is all of the business partners that are involved in this process are now spending less of their energy on all of the things we spent on the left-hand side of this slide, and they're reinvesting that in other uh, more strategic areas for, for them to do their work. And so and then the final point that I'll hit is a recent occurrence for us was we're also trying to get very strategic about what business problems we are solving with vendors. And so there's a big evaluation part of the vendor selection process. And we've already talked about and are executing on adding in, uh, moving this process, shifting this process left, you might say, and adding in another feature at the front end where there's a, a whole workflow built around vendor evaluation. Many people in, in our company, which is uh, a moderately sized organization, and this is certainly true in larger ones, even larger ones, is they're not even, they don't always know which vendors we already have signed up and what those vendors can do. And so connecting the dots during the evaluation process so that you don't get down the end of the road and, you, and where, where someone says, hey, I've already selected this vendor, 
can you review the contract? If we can move that left and make sure we're actually asking the right questions during the evaluation process, that's yet again adding business value and building an efficient organization. So um, that's one of the things we're undertaking. So I guess the point is the extensibility is key and, and the flexibility is key. We can move, make those changes in a very agile way as we learn about them. So um, that's been an exciting development on our journey as well that I wanted to share with you all. All right, and thank you all for listening today to some sound bites from our user conference, Agility. We're already making finalized plans for the next user conference in 2021. And to stay in the know and learn more about Logigate, please check us out on LinkedIn or go to Logigate.com. And until next time, this is Megan Fee with GRC and Me. 